Okay, so did you ever wonder if maybe we're doing church the wrong way? Did you ever think about the difference between what we're doing and what Jesus did? Jesus wants us to consider today his way of doing and being right. He wants us to listen while he corrects us. As I said in Revelation 3.19, he said, I correct those that I love. He's about to return, and he's returning for a church without spot or wrinkle. He's told us over and over again that we're not that church, that we're not ready for his return. And praise the Lord that he is telling us truth before it's too late. So on that day, we don't stand before him and hear him say, away from me, I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. This is Vision Eternity Ministries. My name is Lee Klein. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, teach us your way. We just submit to you and your way of doing. We want to be right with you. We want to do things your way, not our way. So, We're just here, sitting at your feet, hearing your word, your teaching. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So God was showing me that it's like we do we do church, you know, and we end up really having this little click that we do, and we're only really reaching the people that come to church, but there are people outside the church that need to be reached. And think of the day when Jesus was here and he wasn't even allowed in the church. He wasn't allowed in the church because he didn't conform to that little clique. In fact, they hated him so much that they killed him. And so what are we doing today? Are we still killing Jesus? When he sends someone to the church to try to teach us, correct us, to speak his word? Are they eliminated? I think they are. And so Jesus is saying, I'm coming. It's not my will that one should perish. And the very ones who call me Lord, not everyone who calls me Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. But those who do the will of my Father and maybe we're thinking we, we are doing his will because verse 22, but Lord, we did this in your name. We did that in your name. We cast out demons. We did all this stuff. And then he said, he's going to stay away from me. I never knew you. You who practice lawlessness. You know that law of love, do we really care? Do we really care? Or are, are we just fixed on the way we think? things are to be done. And we think we do care. And um, someone else's problem isn't our problem. We kind of think things like that. And Jesus was kicked out of the church because they had their own little thing, their, their, their way of doing. And then Jesus came along and he even said he was the son of man. He was the son of God. And he had power that they didn't have. 
He was jealous of them. I say today that in the church, everybody wants recognition. And who should we be recognizing? Not the pastor. Not so-and-so or so-and-so or so-and-so, but, but that's what we do. We're giving the glory not to Jesus, but to man. And you know what Jesus cares about? He cares about those on the street that are being eliminated. And your very own hometown. Do you reach out to those people that you walk by every day? Are we doing the will of the Lord? Are we all just snuggled into our way of doing and being right? A while back, he called me out for not loving a person that he looked, for not caring about that person the way he does. He needs us to know that that person you're avoiding is him. When you avoid that person, you're avoiding him. He loves them. And he's getting ready to come. And he's separating the sheep from the goats. It doesn't matter if you work in a church. That doesn't qualify you to call him Lord, Lord. We're, we're thinking we're doing the right thing. But according to the word, we're really not. Look with me in Luke 10. The Lord chose and appointed 70 others and sent them out ahead of him two by two. In every town and place where he himself was about to come. He's sending us out before he is about to come. That's what he's saying. Think about that. Then he said, the harvest indeed is abundant. But there, there is much ripe grain, but the farm hands are few. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest, into his harvest. Go your way, behold, I send you out like lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no provision, no change of sandals. Refrain from retarding your journey by saluting and wishing anyone well along the way. When Jesus was talking to me this morning, he was reminding me of how we are and how, how materialistic we are and how even in the church, we're so worried about how it looks. We spend our time and energy on fixing up the church more than we spend time and energy on getting fixed ourselves by Jesus and then taking what he's given us to the street. You know, people outside of church feel excluded. excluded. Even when they come to church, they're rejected, ignored. And they don't come along because you know what? They can see through us. They see the facade that we put on. Maybe when you're at church on Sunday, you're a different person than you are during the week. Maybe that person saw you somewhere and saw how you were acting. 
people don't come to church because they're turned off by the Christians. Those who call themselves Christians, but really are not following Jesus. So Jesus is asking us to let him correct us, to show us where we're not ready, to get on our knees and find out what we need to change to be ready for his return. What is it that we need to change? Those of us who call ourselves Christians have a responsibility, and Jesus is showing us right here that he is calling us to do his greater work. Yet we're thinking we are because we really live by our own doctrine. We're not seeking him. We're not looking to change or to get uncomfortable. And he's asking us to get uncomfortable. Listen to this. Carry no purse, no provision, no bag. That means we got to get to a place where we totally trust him. It doesn't mean we're not going to have. It means he's going to be the one who provides. We're not going to run out because he's going to provide. He's going to send you ahead of him, and then he's going to provide for you. Jesus didn't do his ministry in the church. He wasn't allowed in the church. The Pharisees didn't like him. He wasn't in that clique. He was doing the will of the Father. And so... He's saying to us today, I'm asking you to go out on the street and tell those people that don't know me who I am. Be persistent. That's what he's saying. He's saying, be persistent. Don't give up. Keep going. Keep telling. The time is near. Don't walk by that person that doesn't know. He wants them to have what we have. Not just keep it all within ourselves. People that don't go to church, don't go to church because we don't look like Jesus. They don't see anything of value in church. We need to look like Jesus. We need to care. I I don't see him in the church just as he wasn't then. And this little clique, I don't see him doing fundraisers. I don't see him working on the church building unless there's a necessary need. I see him healing the sick, casting out demons, preaching the word. Not trying to impress people that Pharisees were trying to impress. And Jesus even said that they didn't even do what they taught. They know what to say. They know what to say. But they're not doing it. Is it for show? Is it for money? Right? Is it for power? Those who come in off the street can see that right away. They can see through us, but we can't see 
because we're not looking to Jesus. We're looking to ourselves. We have our own way of doing. And we're making sure we got a purse. We got this. We got that. Remember the movie, The Passion? This came to mind when Jesus was giving me this message. Remember after Jesus was crucified and God showed up and their church crumbled. Do you remember how shocked they looked? Get that picture in your mind. If Jesus shows up and we've excluded those who don't know him and we're doing our own thing in the church... What's going to happen when he shows up? I don't want to be in that church building when he shows up. I don't want to be the one who's thinking about me, what I'm going to eat, what I'm going to drink, and what I'm going to wear. I want to be the one that was serving, that did what he said to do. And so do you. We got to be careful that we're not doing our own thing. That We're not just doing what we think without direction. That we take enough time to hear him. So much of the time, um, you know, I know we worship him, but, you know, we got so much to say. And, you know, we're doing all this stuff. But can we hear him? When you go into prayer, are you going on and on and on and on and on, but not hearing him and what he's thinking and what he's feeling, what he has to say? I think that's the way it is. That's why people don't know what Jesus is thinking or what he said or what he wants to say because we're, we're just like Pharisees. Because we have our own agenda, we don't know what Jesus thinks. If the church is like the Pharisees, if the church is doing what they were doing, then Jesus doesn't have his way. And I believe that's what he's saying. We're not listening. He's calling us, but we're not listening. He's coming, and we can't hear him. He's long-suffering as he waits. Have ears to hear what he's saying. Take time. Be quiet and just listen. Listen for his voice. Let him direct you. Don't have your church be all about you, but have it be all about him. Revelation 3.19, he corrects those he loves. He's already knocking at the door of your heart, Revelation 3.20. He's asking to come in. He's asking that you heed his voice. Will you heed his voice? Then he's going to come and live on the inside of you. And he's going to teach you and you're going to hear him direct you. And you're going to know what to do, where to go. You're not going to be in lack. He said, carry no purse. I wanted to read to you, actually, before we pray. 
The 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And then he said, I saw Satan following like lightning, flash from the sky, from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority and power to trample on serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability over all the power that the enemy possesses, and nothing shall in any way harm you. They were doing the work. He sent them out, and they were doing the work, and that's exciting. And we should be excited to do that work. Here's the thing. He said, nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are enrolled in heaven. Because you did his work. Rejoice in that. Of course you have power and authority. And you're doing my work. He said to the rich man, follow me. He didn't want to. He's saying to you and I, follow me. Walk the walk I walk. That's what it's about. It's not about the building and the fundraiser and, you know, just trying to do it yourself. It's about laying it down. Don't carry your purse. Just let him do it. Trust him. Forget about yourself. And just do his work and he'll take care of what needs to be taken care of. And then your names will be enrolled in heaven. Let him correct you. Pray with me. Jesus, we just lay it down. All our work and running in circles, trying to figure it out. How we're going to pay the bills. How we're going to get this and that and this happening, happening the way we want it. We lay it down. Lay down our purse. Stop worrying about our provision in our ways, and we're just going to follow after you. We're going to walk the walk you walk. We're going to do what you tell us to do. Do what you tell us to say, asking you to help us. Stop making it about stuff, about other people, and just make it about you so that we can love the way you love, so we can reach those that your heart aches after those who don't know you. Help us, Lord. Help us. Help us to see what you're saying. Help us to not quit. Just because it doesn't look like it's happening. And of course, that happens when we get on your when we get on our knees. That's when that power comes, and we can do when we hear you speak to our hearts. Only then can we do your will with energy, with your energy. We look to you, Lord. We submit to you. 
We give you all the glory. Thank you for correcting us and teaching us and empowering us, telling us things to come, warning us. We receive what you have for us today in your name. I receive what he has today for us. I hope you do too. Just let him lead you and guide you. Let him tell you what to do. Stop thinking you got it figured out. Stop racking your brain and just sit and listen. Listen to him. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.